come down. A trip to the grocery store or a tank of gas. That's a family farm that's been in the family for over 100 years being sold. They're, they're concerned about the violence and the death. It's like I have, you know, less money to spend on Another deadly day in Iraq is 11 U.S. soldiers. It is a free country. I'm just one of many. Get ready to have your mind fried by Lee Thompson and Andrew Dodd. This is Politically Not Correct. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to NBC. Only on 1280 AM, 105.3 <laughs> KYRO, your hometown station. That is indeed us. No doubts about it. How are you this morning, Mr. Lee? Tired. Yeah. What'd you do? Sit there reading uh, random shift reports all night? No, I didn't read those. No, no. Yeah. Did, did you tear them up? No, ah. I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, you know, his stuff's only good for one room in the house and kind of rhymes with shift. Oh, that's 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 pretty great. I really enjoy that. So, three powerful and wonderful speeches in 48 hours. Huh. <sighs> No, 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 no. I was thinking more uh, along the lines. I really enjoyed the State of the Union. Let's let's break the, the, right there off the bat. The State of the Union was excellent. Immediately, the, the you had the prayer breakfast that was glorious. You then that afternoon had the victory speech that was also glorious. Now, let's break it. Well, you know, the State of the Union. Look at everybody he named. 100-year-old, now Brigadier General. Right. Yeah, you know, just go down the list. It was... We're having some technical... It was done a great... Is this looking better? Oh, that's way better. There you go. Sit back and enjoy. A little bit. Uh, We're having a little technical difficulties, but, you know, know. the Tuskegee Airman with his grandson, the lady from Kansas with her daughter, uh, the family who was reunited with the husband... All these great people, and yet the Democrats wouldn't stand up and applaud them. No, not not even on you know those those real things. I mean, those were things that you it it was irrelevant what party line you were on. It was the accomplishment or the recognition of these people. It's irrelevant if there's a D or an R by your name. You stand up for a hundred year old Tuskegee Airman. Period. That's the end of the story. It doesn't matter. A soldier that, who just returned from four terms. <laughs> Absolutely. Four tours. Yeah, that was and that was, let let's call that that was super cool. Yeah, that was that was definitely a cool one. You couldn't stand up when Trump was talking about the advances in modern medicine with the uh, mom and daughter from Kansas City, where the little girl was born at twenty three weeks. Come on, you couldn't stand up for that, really? Well, of course not, because that goes against their whole thing of <laughs> late term abortion. No kidding. Did. Uh, did you hear? Okay, so Bloomberg did a interview with uh, Megan McCain. Okay, uh huh, I know. So anti-Trump all the way around, pretty much. But she decided to rip into him a little bit and wanted his uh, wanted his take on the uh, the you know the current the late term abortion thing. You should hear his response. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have one, and he just kept talking over and over and over again about, well, 
that would have to be determined really just you know when when someone is viable that would really be determined by the mother so Megan McCain turns around and says well what if it's you know what if the 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 child is a month old and he goes well i mean that would have to be determined by the mother what now there are there are some things over the years that we've discovered, can, you and you and I don't fall in birth of abortion on him after he's born now. Well, I mean, realistically, according to his own standard, as long as his mom's okay with it, I guess we can. I mean, seriously, what an idiot! Anyway, enough about uh, Bloomberg, who is a nightmare. This State of the Union address was by far one of the greatest I have ever witnessed. It it encapsulated, and it showed American power. It wasn't one of these things like the ones we used to have under Obama where it was apologetics and slamming different groups and blah, 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 blah. No. It talked about, hey, there were some bad dudes that did some bad stuff. And we, we killed, killed them. them. Yeah. We, we killed them. That's all there is to it. When they, uh, you know, when he had the, he had the girl's parents there, Kayla, who, you know, she was an aid worker and yep. that was all tied to Baghdadi and everything else. And had them there and talked about, you know, what SOCOM had named named that operation after her. And then they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That, that's, that's how you deal with terrorists. Yeah. You, you kill them. That, that's, that's it. That's all they understand. Right. You know, he, he went. You don't kill them, they're going to kill you. They will. That's their goal. He went through. He talked about all of that. I, I really enjoyed the only thing he had to say to the Second Amendment folks. You're good. Yeah. And just went right on. No, I'm going to work on greater blah, blah. I'm going to blah, blah. No, nothing. Just you're good. <laughs> Here's what was missing from this speech over an Obama speech. Okay. I did. I have. If you notice, he used a lot of we. Yeah, as, he did. And spoke as the nation. He did. And it was it was very cool. I, you know, Obama never spoke at the na- as a nation. He spoke as, I am your supreme leader, and he, I have done this he, for you. He did. He very much spoke, very much spoke like he was speaking to a kingdom. That's, that's really the, the truth of it. He spoke in the way that you would give an address to a kingdom. And, I mean, in, in actuality, I believe that that's how he viewed both his role and the American people as subjects. I mean, there, there's no question about that. And we don't see that now. With with the great President Trump, there was there was some good stuff. I we, thought, you know, yeah. Just go ahead. On something, think of this. Do you think that's why the left and the elites are so scared of him? He's dismantling their kingdom. Well, I think they have a really hard time with him, and the reason is he comes from that world. He comes from their world of wealth and power, but he's destroying the world, and they hate it. You know, they hate that he actually calls them out. When you listen to that speech that he gave the next day, he called out every one of them by name who tried to impeach him. Yeah. That was glorious. And he called out the news journalists and everybody else that went along with him. Oh, yeah. No, openly knowing they had Right. That was by far, you know, one of the very... It was just three days of... Or two days of great, great speeches. Yeah, and then yesterday was a great day. Because of who all got escorted off the 
grounds of the White House. Now, most people have not heard this. So this this is one. It's not a breaking story, but most people, the mainstream news is not covering it. So go ahead, Lee. Well, the Vindman twins, hmm. Colonel Vindman, who started this whole Ukraine th- fiasco, who was the leaker to the whistleblower, and they have pretty well know that's the uh, whole path, which right. means Vindman could eventually get prosecuted for treason because he violated his security clearance. Even though the whistleblower had the same security clearance, right. does not mean he's entitled to the same information. That's right. So that will be the next investigation by Barr and everything now that he's out of the White House. <laughs> okay, he was an ho- Obama holdover. Oh, yeah, he was. Sondland was an Obama holdover. The other Vindman was an Obama holdover. When, not if, but when Trump wins this next election, anybody that was under Obama and is still in the White House needs to have their security clearances immediately revoked, and they need to be removed. Absolutely. If if not, even do it now. I would do it right now. And here, not that you have to have justification, but I would declare them a security threat and revoke their clearances. Just based on what we found. Yep. Based on what we found, you know, there is a guy, and I only heard part of it the other day. He is breaking a story. Um, I can't remember what the website is. He is starting a news site called justthenews.com. He is releasing a story about the Russia election interference, that that entire thing is fabricated. Now, he went and found all the work on it, and he actually sent all of his info to the White House before he started breaking the story on this. I appreciate that he's an investigative journalist, and from what I've read so far, he's a real journalist. Just the facts, ma'am. Here's what there is. So this whole putting together, let's blame Russia, blah, 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 it could turn out that that entire thing was a fabrication. Oh, boy. Was? I think we some of us pretty well knew it. Uh, I'm sorry, not the not the Ukraine stuff, but the Russia trying yeah. to influence the elections. Russia did try to influence the election. They they gave yeah. money to Hillary Clinton. Of course they did to help her fund her. That was yes. their attempt to influence the election. They didn't do anything else, and that's where it sits. The rest of it comes back to our CIA and the FBI wanting to make sure they took Trump out. I speaking of making sure they took Trump out. I really enjoyed how he addressed the FISA courts. That was awesome. Who do you think is going to not have a job anymore? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's at least a couple judges, especially the one tied directly to Obama. Oh, I guarantee it. Guarantee you know, The whole thing is they know they got the abuses. Horowitz report basically, well, I Nobody admitted they intentionally used political bias or anything. That's all he said. He didn't say there wasn't bias. He said nobody admitted the bias. Right. Even though it's plain to say it was bias-driven. Well, I mean, if... So that's where Barr comes in. And you know what? I, I really like A.G. Barr. Yeah. He... Did, <laughs> I wish he moved faster, but he has to move at the speed he's moving to make sure he's thorough. You can't well, screw this up. and that's the thing. He's... Yeah. He moves a little slow, but, man, when he moves, he brings down Thor's hammer. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really the truth of what we're, what we're seeing as, we, as, as we've gone through this. I, 
I loved, I know we're bouncing around a little bit, but hopefully everybody has followed some of this. The classlessness, I'm sorry, classlessness of the Democrats at the speech, at the State of the Union. Now, here's what I'd like to point out. There is no shame in not standing up and clapping if the president gives a terrible thing that you guys strongly oppose. I don't have a problem with that. That is well within everything. But at one point, when those leftist senators, reps, whoever they were, started yelling during his speech, that, that I had an issue with. Look, if you want to object to a guy's speech, that's fine. Just sit there quietly. Or don't attend. There's a real good idea. But when they started, you know, chanting whatever it was they were chanting, (laughs) come on, guys. Like, really? Everything he talked about. Well, Nancy was complaining that the Republicans chanted four more years. I, well, huh. They also, <laughs> oh, they're so funny. But I kind of vaguely remember that being in Obama's. It, it, it was. Uh, State of the Union. Yeah. I remember Joe Wilson called out and called him a liar. Which was he was later proven he didn't lie he was truthful yep. in what he called the li- called the liar in chief out on yeah and he got censured and he got fined yes he did but yet we don't see that happening to the Democrats no you know no and that's be equal justice under the law yeah except for the no one cares about that and that's that's really what the truth of this if boils you're a down Democrat. to right and this this breakdown. Of what we see, I mean, basically the Democratic Party is essentially falling apart at the moment. You know, they've they've lost their their presumed power that they had. And they did believe in a weird pipe dream that they were going to be able to push this forward. But they didn't. You've got the Democratic or the whatever they were doing in Iowa, which has turned into just a snowstorm with a tornado in the middle of it. Yeah. I mean, that that's about the most ridiculous One thing. One Democratic representative says the Russians were behind it. You know, I'd like to say I'm shocked by that, but uh, let's call it what it is. <laughs> no. I'll take it. The, the Democrats were trying to screw Bernie. Yes, they and were. And they totally got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, and made they a did. Mess. And you know what's really funny is Department of Homeland Security went to the Democratic National Convention and said, hey, would you guys like us to check this app that you guys are using to make sure the security is rock solid? That way there can't be anything. And they're like, nope, nope, we don't want you to look at and it. It's going to work. No, they didn't want to look at it because they already had tampered. They had already tampered. with. I, I absolutely agree. And I thought it was funny that even the DNC chair, the head guy of the DNC, is like, no, we're going to need to figure out what's actually going on in Iowa. Because this this was not okay, whatever happened. Weird. You know, another state was using the same app, and they've already dropped it. Said, nope, we're not going to use this. Definitely. Because it's going to look funny if it works flawlessly in the next state. And there's there's what we're looking at. Now, what is the next state on the uh, on the battleground? Well, New Hampshire comes up this week. Now, Bernie will probably carry New Hampshire, yeah, it's right? next door. Okay. That's kind of what I was... But Buttigieg is leading. He is, which is very weird. Well... Now, where is he from? Pete? 
Yeah. Indiana. Interesting. He's mayor of South Bend. I don't Only know. offices ever held. I, I don't really know what South Bend is, but all right. South Bend, Indiana. Oh, it's actually a town. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Third largest city in Indiana, which, you know, isn't saying much when you look at the largest is Indianapolis. <laughs> don't they only have like three towns? <laughs> yeah, the rest is Carnfields. That was kind of my thinking. Well, no, you got French Lick and a home of Larry Bird, so let's not. Um, yeah, let's not yeah. sell a chart. So, you know, we're we're looking at the stuff. We're we're watching the Democrats try to put their front runner together. It's not looking good. Okay, there. That's what I was waiting for. You give me this. I started to say something before we went on air. Ah, uh, you you knew I'd bring it up. Uh, well, I was just waiting for the right thing. Now, speak of not looking good. Have you been looking at Joe Biden here lately? He's, yeah, he doesn't look he's good. He's pale. He's pasty. He's starting to – I think he has some serious health issues, and I think that's why I said whoever my vice president is going to have to be a good one. I think you're correct. I don't think the man – if he would be the nominee, I don't know if he'd make it to the election. I would say there's a high likelihood that you're right. I mean – He I, does not look yeah, good. Yeah, I mean – he. I'm just making a statement from watching him. I checked several different camera angles, different networks, and he looks bad no matter which one you look at him at. He really does. He just... I mean, he, <sighs> he almost has that uh, Grandpa Munster look uh, as far as color. I mean, he's just that he's, pale. Yeah, he would disappear up against a white wall. Yeah. No, no doubt. Now, he's expected to do well in South Carolina. Right. But... As far as he is behind, I, I'm going to say it's going to be real hard to see if he progresses after New Hampshire. He may come out as the leader when it's all said and done, but he won't have enough votes to win the right uh, thing. Which could be the goal, as yeah. we've talked well, about here, before. Here's, here's the new uh, tag team duel. It could possibly be the Democratic thing. Okay, what do you got? John Kerry on top with Hillary Clinton behind him. Gross. Yeah, but think of it. Two former Secretary of State? Think of it. Oh, what a mess. That's, I don't think this is winnable. Actually, I think that's more winnable than uh, Hillary Michelle. That. Just could, because you put yeah. a man on the top of the ticket. That could be. Not that we're racist here. Anything. No, just, but, but. That's but, how this country's going to vote. Oh, but you could actually be very, very right in in how that could boil down. What a what a mess! Hillary Clinton was asked if uh, if asked to be vice president, would she do it? She said, "Well, no, I wouldn't, but I'll never say never." Um, that's DC and, double talk, meaning then, yes, I then, would. Then Kerry made the comment that you know when Biden doesn't get it and everything else, I'm getting myself postured to be ready to step up to the plate. Now here here's the thing: at what point do these guys have to stop? Do they have to get it together and start making a solid, let's move forward with a solid decision? You know, we keep having random people pop in and out of this Democratic thing. What is Bloomberg doing? Uh, I don't think Bloomberg's in it to win it. Bloomberg's in there to make sure nobody wins it on the first two rounds. Ah. I really think that's what he's there for. He's the blocker. What a mess. What an absolute mess we're seeing out of the DNC. Uh, one of the uh one of the things not 
so much DNC. Well, I guess it is DNC related. I very much loved in the State of the Union where California and New York were both called out. That was excellent. Yeah. Calling out those places for their practices, for their ta- catch and release programs. Sanctuary cities, catch and release. Yep. I very, very much enjoyed that. I thought it was great that he honored the new ICE chief. That was that was pretty cool. I loved the Democrats' response and how angry they were about that whole thing. They were furious. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's been a lot of... Here's what I listen to. I listen to a lot of other talk radio throughout the course of the week. <sighs> but here's what I'm seeing. And I know, I know, you can give me a hard time off air later. You will. Even amongst our contemporaries, they're still too soft. Because they keep drawing these conclusions like, well, I think it might have been a little harsh what the president had to say. You know, not everyone coming to the to the country is is you know, a, a criminal and going to come here and commit violent crimes and blah, 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 blah. They already committed a crime. Thank you. Came here there illegally. you go. Thank so you. All you can do, if you start out as a criminal, all you can do is get worse at it. You can't get any better. You're still a criminal. See, I knew you would you would jump on with me. I I have listened to some of these popular St. Louis area shows talk about this. Uh, between that and they did not, this is, this really got under my skin. They keep talking about that, the victory speech. And they keep talking about how they just couldn't believe, they couldn't believe how vulgar the president was. He wasn't. He wasn't at all. Now, he may have Stop. been a little gleeful, a little boastful. But that's it. But you should have been. You should have been. They've been after you since before you were president, and you've just been vindicated. There is no reason not to have a little, I told you I didn't do anything wrong. I knew this was all partisan to try to get rid of me. There is no reason not to have that. It was fine. You know, that whole impeachment thing has done more harm to the Democratic Party than they ever thought it would. <coughs> When the Republicans went after Bill Clinton, even though he had seven felonies charged against him, crime, real crimes. Actual crimes. Yeah. Yet the crimes did not rise no. to high crimes and misdemeanors. No, they didn't. Because bribery was never once in there. You know, perjury, suborning perjury, lying to Congress are not crimes to be impeached over. No. Unless you're Donald J. Trump. Correct. That would be grounds to impeach. Uh, so, the Republicans paid a big price for going after Clinton. Yeah, they did. He got reelected in a landslide. Yep. And they lost control of the House, in my favorite word, bigly. Yes, they did. And they lost seats in the Senate at the time. And realistically... That whole thing was dumb. The whole, even, you didn't have him for something big enough to remove him from office. You shouldn't have gone after it. That's the truth of it. Yep. You know, it It very much goes into that same mindset as, hey, let's get Al Capone for tax evasion. Why? 
Why? It, it's irrelevant. That was the only way they could get Capone. Exactly. You should just probably, you know. But the thing is, the Republicans going after Clinton cheapened the whole process of the thing. But it was done bipartisan. There were Republicans there were. and Democrats together that voted to go mm-hmm. forward. He was provided all his rights to have his attorneys in there to question witnesses and Absolutely. produce witnesses through the process. He was giving things that cl- didn't even compare to the trial with Trump. No. Trump was not given because, any of these Because rights. realistically, despite the fact that we may find that the impeachment and trial of Bill Clinton was stupid, that was it was what, legal. It was, it was, and it was, he was afforded all rights because here's the key thing that you need to remember – the president is still a U.S. citizen and entitled to all rights of due process. Period. Donald Trump was not afforded those rights. Yeah. Not in any way. You no, know, and you just took me into my next topic. And it's, you didn't even know. It's it. what I do, man. You do it so well. Afforded rights. There yes. is a bill out there right now that will give every single alien we've deported the right to be flown back here to have a trial. Why? Because the Democrats say we did not give them their due rights and processes under the Constitution. They're not U.S. citizens. Constitution doesn't apply to them. Thank you very much. You and me have researched Sorry. that up and down. But we got Democrats that don't understand the Constitution well, here, applies to U.S. citizens Well, and here, only. here's the side, though. It does not apply or, or residents of territories. Well, and that's... The, but no, it does the, not apply to green card, even. So here, here's the catch. You did have... A there was a ruling in the mid nineties that dictated that rights do apply to any person inside the US regardless of their legal status. Allow me to retort. No. You had one singular lower court ruling that everyone has clung to. You need to push that to the U.S. Supreme Court, and you need to get a solid ruling from them again. Well, it has been ruled on by them. That did get thrown out. And that's why now the Democrats are trying to sneak this bill through, giving full rights and everything. That's that's ridiculous, because at that point, what is the benefit of being a U.S. citizen? It's of no benefit for you and I to be U.S. citizens yes, at that is. point. Because as U.S. citizens, we have to pay damn taxes. Oh, oh, that's that's what we get to enjoy. Yeah, we get to be penalized for being citizens. Oh, so we get to so we get to we're forced to pay into the Ponzi scheme that is Social Security, and we're forced to pay taxes. Yeah, no, that's pretty terrible. So yeah. there is no advantage. That, that that's our advantage being U.S. citizens. Oh, okay, and that's what they're trying to do is give everybody you know, we'll at our expense we're going to fly all go find these people and bring them back. That's the dumbest thing I think I've heard all week. That could be even dumber than them trying to impeach the president. <laughs> I mean, I, I was blown away when I heard that. Wow. What a mess. Good grief. No, I, I had not heard I had not heard anything about that one. Not even a little bit. I didn't even know that they were Cranking out any ridiculously left bills at the moment, which I guess now that they, you know, lost their, I don't know, their party promise, 
I guess they're going to have to start cranking out some ridiculously far-left bills so they can all try to get reelected. Or not get reelected, whichever way it, it happens to fall. Um, so on, the, on the note of rights and things of that nature, have you seen anything out of good old Virginia? Uh, yeah, they're... The Democrats are still trying to yeah. drive uh, you had Okay, so the estimates that have actually come out are somewhere around 20,000 people showed up for the Second Amendment rally. And they are still attempting to push their extreme leftist disarming agenda. Are they insane? Or do they just not care? They're driven by their agenda. They're blinded by wow. the bigger goal. What an absolute mess. And, of course, this bill, as I'm looking here, was written up and presented to the Democrats by the ACLU. <laughs> American Civil Liberties Well, that's what I was Union. just going to say. It says American right in their title. So why are they worrying about the illegals who are not Americans? It's so dumb. I can't even wrap my head around how dumb this whole this whole breakdown is and but th- this is something you're not going to hear much of yeah on the news you're going to have to dig to find this that's why i want to get the exact name of this yeah what is it i'm trying to find it oh okay apparently the uh it's it's quite a bill that's being hidden and of course you know msnbc and all those other places aren't going to possibly talk about it because it's another bill that they want to try to sneak through and nothing stops a bill from being snuck through quite as much as when people start non-stop calling their representatives and senators that definitely kind of puts the uh puts the smackdown sometimes on dc okay democrats just passed now here's a whole list of stuff the democrats have just done passed a bill and these are these are the House passing them, right? Yeah, this was okay. yesterday. They passed a bill. Ready for this? Yep. That will give illegal immigrants the right to sue their employers if their rights are violated at work. Okay. Um, What's the first thing wrong here? One, they're not supposed to be here. And if they violate the rights and they bring suit, then shut the employer down because he hired an illegal in the first place, which is illegal. Oh boy. Here, you know, we let's just solve all this, and we don't need all these bills. Well, that's dumb. But they're wanting to give them all the rights to everything they can. And do you think that's be? I mean, do you think that the reason that we're seeing so much from the left pushing towards illegals is primarily because they realize that they have lost or are losing their voter base? It must be, but ready for this? Yep. They're, they're using some of these acts. They're basing it off the Civil Rights Bill of 1866. No. Now, what did the bill, Civil Rights Bill of 1866 do? It made all the slaves legal citizens. Okay. They didn't come here by themselves. This is not like somebody who's breaking in now. That bill totally is not pertinent. Yeah, you can't even really attach the same connotation to the bill they're trying to attach it to wow what a mess what else did they pass anything good uh just pretty much everything for illegals oh okay so 
could we, all right. So for years and years, the one of the things we've seen is we have seen the Democrats successfully be able to get heavy urban and heavy African American communities to back their candidates, back their senators, et cetera, et cetera. But what we're seeing now with the rise of Donald Trump is we're seeing the the switch of the black community and it moving down the path of liberty, the path of republicanism, or at least not extreme leftism. Do you think that they're backing these bills because they're hoping to try to acquire a new demographic to vote for them in order to keep them in power as they feel that they're losing that vote that they counted on so heavily for so many years? Yeah. Well, I mean, just look at it from this point of view. Look at the percentage of blacks that are going to that are currently for Trump. Right. That had been a black. The black vote had been ninety five percent a Democratic lock. Pretty much. Trump has the the legal Hispanic vote. The Democrats' only vote is to get illegals in here and give them the right to vote. That's a real problem, I think. That's, you know, and they're, they're finding more and more people on voter rolls with duplicate names, stuff with dupl- different addresses and stuff, as they're digging through this and researching voter bases. You know, theoretically, there could be an extra 50 million voters on the rolls nationwide. Wow. That's that, massive. That's up for that are available for fraud because it's a duplicate name uh, here. And yeah, that's that's kind of a problem. That's a huge, huge problem. You know, you live in California and move to Missouri, where you're still registered in both states. Uh, if somebody could run a computer anomaly and find this, find out where you're currently living, then they could activate your voter rolls in these other states and go. What an absolute mess! That's why you got to have a. A voter ID that can't be counterfeited. I mean, once it hits a, a machine somewhere in the United States, it, it can't. Your name and ID number cannot be used again anywhere. Yeah, good luck with that. Think of that. Well, there's a reason they don't want it. I feel like it's Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Hmm. No, no, I, I, I definitely see it. So one of the things that, that we always talk about here on the show, you know, we've got a, we have a great sponsor that sponsors this show every week, and that's SmokingButtsBBQ.com. And if you're a, a griller, you love sauces, you love robes, then you need to get on, get on SmokingButtsBBQ.com. Check them out. They are the show sponsor. They've got gluten-free sauces. They are non-MSG, gluten-free and no high fructose corn syrup. They're really great, great sauces. If you're not sure where to get them, well, get on SmokingButtsBBQ.com, and you can find your local retailer. Or if you're somewhere where there's not a local retailer, you can order directly off SmokingButtsBBQ.com. Have that those sauces and rubs shipped to your house. Sweet fire, jalape- or I'm sorry, jalapeno onion, as well as habanero apple are fabulous sauces. There's also... Some regular style sauces if you're not into extreme heat or you're, you just want some normal barbecue sauce that won't jack your blood sugar all up. Check them out at SmokingButtsBBQ.com. Now, on that same housekeeping note, if you would like to sponsor our show, then please give us a call. You can call either one of us. You can call me or text 636 358 
or text me. That's the best way to get a hold of me at 314-409-0336. And we will get you set up, and then we will talk about you on this segment of our show and talk about how you're our on-air sponsor. Whatever your business might happen to be, or if you just want to know some stuff, give us a ring. We'll, uh, we'll hook you up. Not really a big deal. All right, Democrats. They're mad. They're hot. They are not happy people by any means at this moment. That's an understatement. Very much. Nancy Pelosi looked like she was going to explode. Well, I thought she'd dropped her dentures myself during the State of the Union address. She looked so mad, but, you know. She was she was pretty angry. You know, you know, she's saying, well, she wasn't upset that Trump didn't shake her hand. You could look at her face and tell that upset her. But the thing is, generally, they shake the hand of the vice president first because he's second right. in command. And then they shake yes. the Speaker of the House's he hand He didn't shake first. Pence's he hand. He didn't shake hand, Pence's hand first, which would have been the proper procedure. So Nancy should have had no expectation nope. to get a handshake. Not at all. Plus, did you notice Trump took the speech and put it straight in her right hand first? Yes, he did. I liked it. He did the same thing to Pence. Yep. He, he, he played them both equal. So you know, all you had to do was review it and say, well, no, he didn't. I enjoyed how the longer the speech went on, the madder the Democrats got. That was fabulous. I don't know who Nancy was talking to. You saw it. She kept, like, leaning over and talking to somebody. And I know it wasn't Pence because Pence was just looking forward and had that grin on his face like, ha, ha, ha. Well, you know, it's probably one of the ghosts in her head. Well, that's also a real possibility, I suppose. But watching the just the anger and hate pouring out of the left during Maybe the Jeff speech. Maybe Jeff Dunham was in the house, and he was throwing a voice under there, and she was talking to Oh, him. you know what? That that actually could be a, a real thing that, yeah. man, what? Oh. A ventriloquist is in the house. Sure. What a mess. It's it's just amusing to me how how icky this is. So let me, let's get a prediction. We've got a few minutes left. Let's let's see what you think. Election comes up. Senate and House. What do you see happening? Republicans pick up twenty three in the House. Wow. Wow. And you know why I say that? Why is that? The Republicans lost twenty three or twenty six. Over the Clinton impeachment. Oh, valid. I'm just using the same thing, and I think they pick up six in the Senate. That would be, uh, yeah, that'd be quite impressive. And I think Trump wins with 49 states. 40. I've, I've dropped down. I was at 50 there for a while. But, 49? But I think he'll get 49. He's going to get Hawaii. Yeah. You think? Absolutely. Wow. You know why? Why? Their economy's booming because of all the tourism. Oh. People vote their pocketbooks. Oh, you're not. I mean, he wrong. theoretically could take all 50 if people vote their pocketbooks. Do people in California still have a pocketbook, or are they just in a continual state of socialism and brokenness? Well, that's the weak link ah. is California. Well, that's fine. They can keep, they can keep California. It's fine. You know, what's really interesting to do is if you go and look at some of the old election maps and see what states presidents carried, it's pretty impressive to see. This uh, wave of color, of blue and different colors on the map, is a fairly new thing. 
Yeah. But he, if you even look at the new maps, red versus blue, there's far more blue on the maps than there is red. Yep. It's uh, it's interesting to me just how this how this whole thing boils down, how it breaks down, how you see the different the trends, so to speak. Well, look at Kennedy and Nixon. It boiled down to Chicago. <laughs> I mean, that's how close that race was. Mm. What a mess. Are we going to do election night coverage? Oh, we have to. I don't have anybody like running for governor or anything cool this year to go hang yeah. out at wherever they're at. So I you guess know, I guess it's us, man. The last election in 2016, we were first station in the nation to call Florida. Were you really? Yeah. We called Florida at 6.30, our time. Wow. And uh, the networks didn't call Florida until almost 9 o'clock. Good grief. Because they just kept holding out. That is... But we were looking at the map, and we could tell it was going to the... That all the Democratic strongholds were in, and Trump had a lead. We knew it was over. It was one of those things you could see coming. And then we called, I think, 13 more races after that. I only missed one early. And it... It, it didn't even lo- I didn't even lose that until the next day. <laughs> so I'm sure there was fraud involved in that, too. No, there's never fraud in an election. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Especially but, when it's, you know, the Hillary Clinton running. But, you know, Ugh. Biden don't look good. No, he re- and, and you're right. I mean, as... I mean, they pulled off. They did some really weird stuff right after Iowa. And I think it's his health. I... Would say I think the meds that got him on has got him confused. That's why he can't, you know, his, yep. his speech pattern. I think, I think this poor man's dying. He just wants his one last hurrah to say he was president once. Good grief! So, if you want to follow, we we actually post a lot of articles about some of this stuff. You need to find our Facebook page. It's not politically correct radio on Facebook. Now, once you're on there, you can find you know fo- like our page, follow our page, and you will see the news articles that. W- we post, we have news, we have commentary, we have some thoughts of the day that sometimes we put out there. We, you know, in reality, we're both capable of doing real journalism, and from time to time, we tend to do it. Hey, we're still five-star rated. We are still five-star <laughs> rated. The other side is you can also listen to the bonus track. And the bonus track is the show that comes after this show. So we do this show, and then we go and we do a bonus track. If you're listening to our show now, and maybe you're just now tuning in... Well, you can hear the whole first half of this show in podcast form on our Facebook page. It'll take you over to Spotify, and we're on Spotify, Google, Apple, Apple, all of them. Anyway, not Politically Correct Radio. You can find any of our back shows on there, but then you can also find the bonus bonus show. And the bonus show is the hour that comes after this, and we talk a little bit more, and we get a little more in-depth on some of the topics. We may not be family friendly. It is yes, it is a You've podcast. Got the kids in the car. So it's sometimes not quite as family friendly. We actually used words we want to use that yes. we don't use on the air. We do. Because we like our money. We we do really <laughs> like the money. So please go find us on Facebook, not politically correct radio, and like and follow our page. You'll you'll get some good stuff out of it. We do share a lot of really great articles and things like that that just you can kind of go through, and, you know, I think right now we've got some up there about the coronavirus, and we've got all kinds of different stuff on there. 
that's definitely worth taking a peek at. You know, we're talking about the coronavirus right now. You had to bring that up. I've got my long. And you took so long. That is a military experiment that went wrong. It got out, plain and simple. And I don't know how many people understand viruses and everything. Mm -hmm. Natural viruses mutate. Okay. This thing has infected 40,000 people. It's hard to transmit person to person. So you have to basically come in direct contact with this stuff or somebody's got to breathe on you within minutes, apparently, of them coming in contact with this virus. Natural viruses mutate. This one has not mutated. So the stories that are being perpetuated about them finding this exact strain in bats in a cave, et cetera, et cetera, not so much? No, because it would, it would be mutating once it hit humans if it's coming from an animal. It wouldn't have a direct a direct L- link. Look okay. at AIDS. AIDS has mutated so many times, and they traced it back to monkeys. I thought they traced it to bats. No, AIDS was monkeys. Oh, all right then. Hey, whatever. But viruses mutate. That's why the flu vaccine is different every year, because the viruses are constantly mutating. You know, there's an A1 flu out there that's got like six different variants in it. Right. That's a natural virus doing what a natural virus does. It's trying to survive. All the more reasons why I skip a flu shot. This one is not mutating. means it's synthesized. means it's man-made. means it's for military use. And you can look at it with its death tolls, everything else. It's meant to decapitate or take the capacity of fight right. out, not kill. Okay. They don't want to kill the people. They just want to take them out so they Ooh, can't fight. Good grief. Did you Now, tell me if you thought this was strange. Okay. Okay, you had the guy. Yeah, sending Romney over the Hunan province as a representative of well, the United I mean, States. You know, I didn't uh, think that was strange. I didn't, yeah, that's not really weird at all. No, what I what I did think was kind of interesting is the doctor who recently died, who was the guy who kind of blew the whistle on this and then started getting harassed by the Chinese police and being told not to spread propaganda, and then he... Died of this virus. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. I find it unbelievably hard to believe that he died of the virus. It's killing elderly. It's not killing... The only American to die from it was in China, and he was 61, but we don't know his condition of his health right. at 61. Now, Fair enough. Some, some of us are in good shape at 61, then there's some that aren't. You know, right. Those who drink on a regular basis probably have a little more immunity built up. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I just knew it. I knew it was going to happen. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, this. so I don't think there's a... I, I don't think there's a big rush to call this a pandemic because they know it's going to be short-lived. I noticed they were interviewing a doctor from, uh, we won't name the company, but the company they were talking to, I believe, is one of our military contractors that works on our germ warfare and is working on the antivirus. Oh, we don't still have germ warfare. Come on, Lee. That was banned. We don't don't do that anymore. Like I said... Yeah, we have a division that works for the viruses that other companies or countries come up with it. We may not be using it. We're working on it. This guy says, oh, yeah, we can have a cure for this in 90 days or less. Interesting. Tells me they had it a long time ago. Well, and it's also interesting. You know, I've, I've listened to some different news outlets talk about it and interview different people, et cetera, et cetera, and they keep referring to it as, well, we weren't really looking for any way to stop it because we thought it was more like the common cold where it wouldn't have these effects. 
What? I've never known any group of scientists to look at anything and not want to try to fix it or make it worse, one or the other. But come on. Yeah. Come on. You believe that? There's an entertaining map. Uh, it's out there. CDC has it posted on their website. Uh, you can watch and see where the infections are, who's dying, where it is, current numbers. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. You know, most of the deaths are in Hunan province. They are. So let's take a look at that. Uh, we know their health isn't the best there. Their life expectancy isn't long there to begin with. Remember not to pop your bubble wrap because it all came from China. Yeah, that's right. You know, that, you know, people don't think about this, but, man, that would be a great way to transmit an aerosol virus. Absolutely. Nobody's going to jack it. And everybody just goes nuts with bubble wrap. You know, the first sound, everybody runs, oh, here, let me do that, too. Yep. Great stress reliever, I guess. I don't know. I don't really Kinda know. Kind of like a puppy. Everybody wants to play with it. Well, I do like puppies. Yeah. I mean, puppies are way more fun for me than bubble wrap. Yeah, but well, whatever. It's uh, it's interesting to see. I think it'll be something to watch and seeing what continues to happen with this this latest version of a coronavirus that's floating around in the Hunan province. Certainly, um, something something to keep an eye on. Simply for the fact, if it doesn't start to make a turn, then you may have something else on your hands. That's that's the biggest thing. I mean, if we're looking at the, you know, the the life and times of a virus, for lack of a better term, you know, we there's a lot of different viruses and different things that we've seen. We you know we saw the Ebola outbreak in Africa, but we very quickly found out that that was because the conditions were so terrible there, and that's the reason that so many people were being re-exposed to it, just because yeah, it was just the, hygiene, right? And and that hygiene was, isn't the problem here. No. And that's that's the whole thing. Which comes back to what I said. This is a synthesized virus. Okay, so you're going to find some good stuff on that to put on our Facebook page, right? Can't get hold of my source. Well, you just find some stuff. Somebody else knows this. If you know it, somebody else knows it. They've got to. It, but, yeah, I mean, it's a man-made virus because it's not mutating. Oh, boy. That... That could be real messy. Yeah, it's not. It, this isn't natural. Like I said, if you look at all the natural viruses, they all mutate after just so long. Hmm. It. Uh, this is the same virus in every region. By the way, on the note of China, not relating to their virus, did you see where they went ahead and cut the uh, tariffs? Yeah, that was that was pretty good ahead of schedule. Yeah, probably a uh, excellent choice for them. Uh, probably they thought it would be a good time to do it since their economy is hurting because of the virus. Well, I'm sure it's going to continue to hurt because of the virus. I mean, yeah, tourism is going to be down now. Which, why would you want to go to China anyway? Cheap stuff? I don't know. I, See where your all your stuff comes from? I, I have no desire to go to China. I'd like to see the Great Wall. I'm, it's I'm, an architectural feat, you know. I'm good. I like that's one I normally really love different types of architecture, but that's one that just I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, cool. By the way, if nobody knows the Great Wall of China, wasn't that built to keep the Mongols out? Yeah, it didn't do a good job. No, it didn't do a good job. But boy, the U.S. border is going to start looking like that here pretty quick. Just like to point that out. Yeah. I think it would also be really cool if our southern border wall was a wall like the Great Wall of China, made of blocks. That would be awesome. Giant stone wall. Well, I think we take the steel 
walls were doing and on the edges of the slats, grind them down to razor sharp. Well, that wouldn't take very long with a grinder. That's right. <laughs> That'll keep them from climbing them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that would put an end to that real, real quick. You know, I'm a humanitarian, but you want to come into this country? We have laws. We're a country of laws. We're not a democracy, as the Democrats want to say. Which is really funny, that phrase, country of laws, because we are not a country of laws. We have become a country of laws. We are a country of rebels. Yes, we were. Yeah. But we have laws. Yeah. To to protect the republic. I'll take it. Oh, I love that Trump called it the republic. That was glorious. Oh, yeah. Did you see Nancy roll over? Oh, I did. It was so great. I was so happy when he said it. You know, he gets it. We're a republic. We are not a democracy. And every time, you know, you hear all these people, the commentators and everything, well, this is bad for our democracy. Well, that's good if it's bad for our democracy because we're a republic. Yeah, because we don't have one, so yeah. hmm, whatever. That'd be good. It's it's just – It's when it's man. bad for the republic, I get upset. Agreed. And it's nice. So far, we haven't seen a whole lot of things come out of D.C. under the new president that are bad for the republic. You know, certainly that's – Well, he's – Getting way of a lot of stuff. I mean, he's undone so many executive orders. He has. Now everybody's well. He's done all these executive orders. Well, a lot of his executive most orders. Of the ex- are... Executive orders were removing executive orders of the previous administration that went against the Constitution. Definitely, and and I think that's one of the the valid and yeah. good things that we see is that these executive orders are to essentially take apart, destroy, demolish, whatever, another executive order. I'm fine with those kind of orders. Yeah. If you want to do those, go for it. No I mean, no worries there. The EPA is, needs to be gone. Department of Education needs to be gone. Definitely. You know, if we get the Department of Education out and quit having a central government run our education, we may actually get some smarter kids out there that won't fall for all this uh, communism. Well, you know, we'll, we're going to talk about that just a little bit on the bonus. Um, yeah, we are, we are, yeah, we are out of time. This is. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and joining us. Be sure to find us on Not Politically Correct Radio on Facebook. This has been Not Politically Correct Radio on 1280 AM, KYRO, 105.3 FM, Lincoln County's hometown station. I am Dodd Lee. You got anything to close with? Hey, pray for the Republic. <laughs> Absolutely. With people like Schumer and Pelosi up there, we need it. Pray for the Republic. Guys, thank you very much. Have a wonderful and amazing week. Bye now.
news, sports, weather, and the best music ever made. The all-new FM 105.3 AM 1280. KYRO Troy.